So in this week's parsha, by the parsha's Mon, <coughs> after they find that the Mon has fallen double air of Shabbos, it has not fallen at all on Shabbos. So they go to Moshe Ben and he says, "Ichlu hayom, eat it today." Kishabbos hayom l'Hashem, hayom loisim suvasov. Today is Shabbos, and you will not find it in the fields. Do not don't worry about it. So it's, it's fine. So that the, the, the the Gemara on Shabbos says it says the word Hayyim three times. Tell me you have to have three meals on Shabbos. Is this a, a din the rice and the rabbanon? So the Bush says that this is, it, it understands this drush is a drush of Gemara. It's a mitzvah the rice to eat three meals on Shabbos. Mitzvah the rice. Um, the Taz also passes like that. The Taz understands the mitzvah eating three meals on Shabbos is a mitzvah the rice to eat three meals on Shabbos. Um, the Mughal Rum understands it, that it's a dinner of Bonham, there's an Asmafta, but there's a opinion just holds it in the midst of the rice, eat three meals on Shabbos. So, on the, just thinking about it a little bit, it's interesting. If you look at the Parsha, we know that Kaiser was given some elements of Shabbos now by, in, in, the, in the time of, when the story of the Mon, they were given some of the elements of Shabbos. What were they given? They were given the midst of three meals on Shabbos, number one. Number two, they were given the, the Pasuk of Al Yeti Ishmael Mechamah do not go out by Yom So there's, there's argument in the Gemara. Is that referring to the Isser of Tchum? You can't go beyond a certain distance? Or is it referring to the Isser of carrying something? He shouldn't carry something out. That's all they were given. They were given their Shabbos from now until Harsinai consisted of Tchum, Hoytzah, and eating, eating meals. Right? That's it. Didn't say about Mara though that they got mixed up on Shabbos? They got Shabbos. This is what they got about Shabbos. They didn't get that, the, that's the, all they got. They the malachas were not given until later on. Mm-hmm. They served malacha on Shabbos. They served of Gibbadu malacha on Shabbos, the Sarasa Dibras, etc. So they were only given part of Shabbos. They weren't given all of Shabbos. So it's interesting to think that those are the points that they're given about Shabbos, not everything else. So that's, you know, maybe we'll get back to that at the end of this year. Just want to talk about the malachas of of um, Surah Shabbos. Surah Shabbos applies to men and women equally, which is which which the more learns out why does it apply to women? Because women um Groma, normally women would not be chai, but some more makes a draw should say women are chai for that as well. How much do you have to eat to get to the mitzvah? So this is already addressed by the Bahag, which is one of the Ga'inim. He says the shear that you have to eat is is normally we we discuss achila in the Torah, always with his eyes. He says, over here, it's not a chil, it's a suda. A suda is a kabeya. At least a kabeya is worth it. Because eyes is enough to be considered you're eating something to have a meal. You need at least a kabeya, which is double the size of a kazayas, to, to, to consider it a meal. And the Mughal Roman says it doesn't actually mean a kabeya, means more than a kabeya. Like you find that when it comes to mitzvahs, you can't make it, you can't start, you can't have a meal before you do a mitzvah, you can't have a meal before you take lulav, etc. All these different mitzvahs. The, 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 the amount which is considered a meal in Allah is more than a kebeya. Up to, up to and including a kebeya is permitted, more than a kebeya is prohibited. So how big is a kebeya? So we mentioned before that my Rebbe told me this many years ago. If you picture a two-pound loaf of rye bread found in the bakery, you take a slice in the middle, that's a kebeya. So it's not a very large amount. Right? And a kezayis is half of that. You want to figure picture how much is a kezayis, that's the volume of a kezayis. It's my volume. Um, 
So, um, so the Shulchan Aruch says that the Shir is a Kabeya, the Bagarum says it means more than a Kabeya, and that's how the Shulchan Aruch Arab brings it down, etc. The Villagran also says the Shir is a Kabeya. That has to be of pas. Of bread, right. The the person person has size, and then they have a whole bunch of Mazonos, mm-hmm. right. like a, you know, whatever it is, that that wouldn't even start, that wouldn't count. Well, Zonos might count because it might be possible to kiss them. Mm-hmm. Same, but person has meat, he has chicken, he has, uh, he has luxury, which is not possible to kiss them, he has something of that sort, you know, luxury, you have a luxury, any of those things. So that's, um, that's, Eliyarabba says that the shir is a kazayas. The shir is a kazayas, not, uh, not, not a kabayas, so half of that size. So it's not a large amount of bread that you have to have. I just want to point out that in the, when, if a person has a meal and they eat so when you wash you wash for, for bread, so you, you make a bracha of al until you die. That bracha is only if you plan to eat a kabeya. If you plan to eat less than a kabeya's worth of bread, you have, you you wash, but you don't make a bracha. Um, so a person will be eating less than a, for whatever reason he has let's say difficulty eating bread, so he limits his his bread consumption to a to a kazayas. He should, see if he eats less than a kazayas. Um, he makes the, the, he washes with no bracha. The mishmaris not even sure if you have to wash. We discussed this once. Um, if he eats a kazayis, he should wash without a bracha. If someone else can be him in a bracha, he should do that. Somebody else washing at the same time, he'll send the bracha for him. If he eats a kabei, you make a bracha. Really? Uh, yeah. Does it make a difference in terms of what his intent of how much he's going to eat versus the size of the actual bread he's going to be saying the bracha on? In other words, if he, if he has a big loaf of bread, but he's only going to eat a kazai, is that a situation? Yeah, the meat is what he's eating. Yeah, not, not, what he, not, what not, he's not how big the bread is. Correct. I think if you have a salad with croutons, you might not hit it. Well, croutons over there are interesting, interesting aloha because there are cases, in general, the assumption of aloha is that bread never becomes. Never, if I eat a, a combo of uh, fruits and vegetables, or you know, ve- vegetables with some meat in it, etc., so this concept of eker and tofu, look, we look at what's primary, and then you make a bracha just on that. Um, bread, normally the loch is never, never considered secondary, but there is, are a few scenarios where it is considered secondary. So um, in those situations, the bracha, that, then it doesn't function like bread, so you don't need to wash your hands. Right, really, right? Typically with Right. So in general, the, the, over there, it is for flavor. Therefore, would not be considered secondary. Yeah. The cases which considered bread is considered a tofel. Um, is a case where let's say a person, the, the um, a person has a very strong whiskey, something like that, and, and it's, it's it's and he takes a bite of bread just to sort of like soothe his mouth. It was too it was too sharp, etc. So he has no interest in the bread at all. It's just there. Due to the, so you're saying the salad would be primary? I'm sorry, it would be considered primary. But yeah, but, yeah, but it, if it's less than a kazayas, you, you would, if it's less than a kazayas, there's an argument you don't have to wash at all, but you should wash. But if it's less than a kazayas, you don't make a bracha. You don't make a bracha, right. Croutons okay. um, also has an interesting halacha. It, it, bread, um, let's say pizza chips, these other things, etc. The bracha is mazonos, not a mozi. If it's made originally for the purpose of using it for these other type of uses and not as a bread use that might downgrade its bracha as well so uh, there's a, there'd be a difference that croutons you get from a bakery which is the left from leftover bread yeah. would be different than croutons which are made by a made by a company which makes croutons so if it's a box you would do mazonas right okay now when you eat just like we have a, we eat by the center you, ha- you have to consume the, your your, your kazayas of matzah within a certain a lot of time that true Shabbos the Shabbos also you have to eat that kazayas of bread within a lot of time of kadeh pras preferably 
you know, two or three minutes. Not the whole kebeya. Even you have to have a kebeya for the meal. You have to eat a kazayas in that in connection to this process. And preferably, the Mishra verse has at the beginning of the meal. So preferably, each person should receive when they when 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 you say motzi, you give each person their, their portion. They should give them a piece which is large enough to be at least a kazayas. They should eat it right away. That'd be preferable. That you should give them at least that much. Um, the, so the first two meals, um, you, you, you must make the meal over bread. So the shalashudas, we pass in that really you should make it over bread, but if a person, for whatever reason, feels they can't do that, and if a person should be aware, you know, in, especially in the winter where the, the time lapse from, the, from one meal to the next is not very great by, day, by, by daytime, the person should have, you know, a little bit of awareness and, and try and limit this consumption by the earlier meal, they should have room for shoshonas. But um, preferably should be with bread. Um, and the other opinions which are brought down in Allah, which say mizonos, etc., um, you should not rely on them unless you have no choice, which means a person doesn't have bread available or a person just, he can't eat. He has limited amount they can eat. So the opinions go, it's mizonos, um, meat or fish, and then paris, those opinions. Now, the, the first meal... Um, Friday night, the middle, which is relevant in the summer, that's how you make early Shabbos. So the uh, the um, there's going to be a um, uh, there's a there's a disagreement there's a, of opinion in regards to can you can you fulfill the mitzvah in the extra period called Tosefta Shabbos. This is a disagreement in the Mishnah already. And so by Pesach, the law is that you make you make early Yom Tov on Pesach. You say there has to be nighttime. Even though you made early Yom Tov, Seder asked, you have to wait till nighttime. Tosis seems to say that Shabbos is different. If you make early Shabbos, you can eat your meal and finish your meal. But it's still daylight up. It's only still for, it, 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 the sun is not set. However, the other Mishnah disagree with, and the, the Taz says therefore you should at least have some of your meal. You should have a kazayas during night, nightfall. So if you make early Shabbos, you should leave at least over a kazayas for the end of the meal. You should consume during a, a, after nightfall. But Rambam says since it's a kolikus, you don't have to follow the late. The very, very late opinion for defining what's called nightfall. She says, um, sunset 14 minutes later is already considered a nightfall for this purpose. So 14 you, minutes later. 14 minutes later, yeah. Okay. 13 and a half is one of the exams. <laughs> but I said 14 just to. Okay. Um, the second meal, the, it's interesting point about, about the second meal, it should preferably be started before midday. Chatsois. Um, which is a problem sometimes when you, you go to shul and as a kid, it's actually, you know, that's, it is an issue. And this is not, it's not the issue of fasting. There's a, that's besides the fact that you know, there's an issue, a person can't fast on Shabbos. That has two lochas. You can't fast on Shabbos. Number one, that a person should not refrain from eating any period of time due to the, with intent to fast. Number two, if he has no intent to fast, he should not have the Shabbos morning, he should not go from the, time, from the morning until Chatzai should not have any had, had something to eat or drink. So a person gets up before Davin, he has a, he has a cup of coffee, so he's not fasting. So that's not a meal, it's not a fasting issue. But meanwhile, you know, Davin steps out, you know, and there's a, there's a guest rabbi, and he says a long drasha, because the local rabbi wouldn't say a long drasha, he knows better than that, right? But the guest rabbi says a long drasha, and next thing you know, by the time you get home, you know, Davin, it's already chatzos. You know, in the winter, that could be, could be very early. So um, that would be not preferred. A person should try and avoid that situation. Um, the other end of the spectrum, which is the third meal, the third meal has to take place, the, it cannot take place in the morning. It must take place in the afternoon, which we define as after Mishra Gadarlo, which is seven, uh, six, six and a half halachic hours. Uh, so you divide the day into 12 parts, it would be 
it'll be that, that ratio will be, I guess, 13 twenty-fourths of, 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 the, of, the, of the, day, the daytime. Right? But maybe on Pesach we do it before Shatzos. So on Erev Pesach, so there's a big Mechoikas on Erev Pesach what to do in the case of Shabbos comes on Erev Pesach. So some, the, some sheet is hold that um, there's no mitzvah of Shul that day. Because you can't, you can't eat, there's no bread that you can eat, you can't eat comments, you can't eat matzo, so, so there's nothing you can eat. So there's no mitzvah of Shul that day. Some say that you should fulfill it in the afternoon relying on the opinion of eating meat or fish or something of that sort. And some say, well, in that situation, you can fill it early, the Shoshonis in the morning, right? Because there is one opinion of the Rishonim, all you can do it in the morning, so try and fulfill that opinion. So you really should not rely on that sitting only. You should do that, plus also have something in the afternoon, some meat or fish or something of that sort. Okay. Um, now, in regards to in the afternoon, it should be, preferably it should be after Mincha. Should have Mincha, then, then, then have Shoshonis. Um, if you have it before Mincha, we have a different issue. The person that's supposed to start a meal before Mincha, Hence, we're here, right? Um, but uh, but one of the one of the of the situation is in a case where there's a there's a hopefully there's a robbing which will remind each other that not to forget the minimum. We're hoping it. Okay. Um, this, the the but in general, for a person that situation up to, up to and, and including a kebe is more it's more than a kebe, which is the problematic. The issue of making a meal. More than a kebeya is the meal. So here you have the flip side of that issue of a of a kebeya. Up to a kebeya is more. Um, but you need more than a kebeya for the meal, though. Uh, uh, <laughs> That's why you did it earlier. Right? So preferably, preferably it's not mincha beforehand. Okay. Um, lecha Mishnah. So we, there's a lot of lecha Mishnah. Um, that's, you're supposed to have two breads. The, this applies to men and women, it applies to all three meals. If you're eating by shoshonis, there is an opinion that says by shoshonis you only need one, one loaf. It's preferable, or one roll. Preferably, you should, really, uh, you should rely on the opinion that it should be, you, should, you should have to. The size of the roll should be at least a kazayas. See, little dinky rolls, so they have, little dinky rolls, that's not what you're looking for. You're looking for a, a roll which is at least a kazayas. Preferably, the roll, it should be enough to take the, your kabeya from. Furthermore, if you're having other people there, preferably the loaf that you're using should be enough. Every, everybody should get their kabeya from. That's quite a nice, you should make a nice size loaf, and then everybody should get, you know, you have, you have five people around the table. Again, a is not very large, so that's one slice of rye bread, you know. So you have a decent, you know, regular size loaf. Each person can get a kebeya and look at the kebeya from that loaf. Um, um, let's say a person does not have bread which is which is complete. It has to be bread which is complete. It's not been cut before, etc. If you don't have that, you should use two cut items. Um, there's a fascinating Kiddush HaKonor that says if you're, if you're going to make Kiddush by Shabbos and you're having Mazonis, you're having cake, you should have two pieces of cake. Because Lech Mishnah, that's a fascinating sheet. Mishnah does not mention anywhere. The Kiddush I don't know where he gets it from. It's not, it's not in the earlier sources anywhere. He says it on his own. Um, the combination which you have is you have a loaf of bread and then it's missing. There's a little piece missing. So is that a problem? So... Um, if the amount which is missing is minimal, and the measure which we give is one forty-eighth, it's less. It's one forty-eighth or less of the, the loaf. That's not a problem. It's, it's more than that. Um, the let's say you don't have another option, but you have you have a, a loaf which has been cut. You can put a uh, if you can put a, a, a skewer it and hold the two parts together. You should do that. You know, it should look like it's 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 it's, it's um, frozen bread. Uh, you can use one of the two which should be frozen, but one, one should be ready to eat. 
should be unwrapped. You know, you say, well, I'm not really going to use it. I'm just going to use it, have my second thing, I'm going to put it back in the freezer or whatever it is. You should, you should unwrap it. It should, it, should, it should be ready to go. One of the common questions is pull-apart rolls, which we spoke about last year, the Rosendorf rolls, right? Some which is made to pull apart. So the main opinion is that that's acceptable. There is a master's hashakah which says it's not. Um, and I know that there's a Robin Cleveland that I that was, you know, he, you know, he was, he was, uh, he was always careful of that. He would not use something of that sort. Don't tell that to the Rosendorf. Yeah, well, I'm sure they know. <laughs> what is this problem with the Rosendorf? Because it has to be a complete loaf. So since they baked together, even they were made, the, the, the argument that they're okay is because they were even though they they touch, right. and they're really so really, really it's this big you know unit. Right. Since they're baked intent with intent to make them separate, so they're considered complete when you take them apart. Each one's considered its own complete item. Um, but you can hear somebody arguing, no, it, it was baked as this big unit of six or twelve, whatever it was. Right. So that's that's the question. Um, Okay, um, when you when you cut the, the two loaves, or when you cut the loaves, how many should you cut? It's interesting. The, the Rashba and the Gros follows says you should cut both. Um, and actually, the Gros says actually it's not just a question of cutting both. You should cu- cut the loaves which are in front of you. So you have three loaves in front of you. You cut three. You have six. You cut six. So tell your wife, you know, don't put all of the loaves for the whole shop. It's under, under, under the, 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 the challah decal. Well, six loaves. She's not getting very happy, right? Just put two there. If you're the only want me to cut two, just put two there. Um, the, um, according to the Gura, so which one should you cut? So by day and by Shoshonis, you cut the upper one. You hold one on top of the other, right? You cut the one on top. By nighttime, the, the, the basis is you cut the bottom one. Friday night. Not, not yomtiv. Night, but Friday night, you cut the bottom one. But we have a rule. You're not supposed to pass by something. When you're, you have our prisoner do a mitzvah here, you don't go over there to do it. So you should put the bottom one closer to you. So when you pick it up, even though this is the bottom one, it's closer to you, so you're not passing by the upper one. But the gross says you cut both. He says you should cut the upper one. Even my night, you cut the upper one as well. Um, now, this interesting question that always comes up is what is the correct order how to, to um, pass out the bread? All right. So I have uh, five, six people sitting by the table, and I cut, and so I, can, I cut up five, six slices, pass them out, and then I eat, right? So I'm only eating. The law is that nobody else can eat before I, I eat. So even the person will get the, the, the slice before me, since I'm the one who made the bracha, he has to wait for me to start eating. So what do I accomplish by giving out to everybody if they're all waiting for me? I'm, you know, pass everybody. Meanwhile, I'm still cutting, and you know, I'm not eating yet. Everybody, so I gave all my 20 guests, you know, their slice, and they're still waiting for me. So really, we prefer in general that once you make a bracha, you should not really have a time lapse between your bracha and your eating. So it makes, the Taz says it makes more sense that I should cut a slice, eat from it, and then go back to my business of cutting and passing to everybody else. Um, who's second on the list? My wife is second on the list. Actually, it's not just like a nice thing. It's actually a zoyer. Uh, that you should, uh, that you, a person should cut a slice for themselves, eat it, cut a slice for their wife, and give it to her, and she'll start eating, and then you give everybody else. So it's a, it's a, it's a riza. It's not like it's you know it's a it's a you know based on Kabbalah that the, the wife should the wife should get second. Um, what type of foods that you have during the meal? So the Mishabur does bring an opinion you should have at least two cooked items during the meal. So by Friday night that's pretty common. Like you know you're gonna you'll have chicken and you'll have uh, some type of a kugel etc. Shabbos day many people you know some people their meal is shown. 
that counts as one cooked item, even though you have multiple ingredients in in the cholent. You know, so you should have some chicken, some meat, something else. There should be something else in the meal as well. Being hot or was cooked at some point, like serving cold fish that was cooked previously, does that count? That counts, yeah, right. It doesn't have to be hot, right? Um, There is a uh, preferred aloha, you should have something hot. It's covered Shabbos, have something hot. So I just had this question which came up to me recently. Um, the the, uh, the 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 crock pot, the hot plate, which was holding, keeping the, the cholent hot, got unplugged. May you ask the non to plug it in? So, as so I said, if you, you would have three issues over there, you have to think about. Um, was it fully cooked? So was it fully cooked? So if it's let's say it's fully cooked, so there's no, you're not doing any active cooking. You're not asking a, go, a non-Jew to do cooking for you. Because if that would be true, there's no head there. Let's say, but it, well, no head there, right? Um, you can ask a non-Jew to do, do a, a malacha on the Torah level for a person who's ill. Right? Okay, but that, that would be the situation over here. Right? Unless the doctor says it's, 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 it's a question of their health, that they must have something warm to, eat, you know, to drink or eat. Okay, but you know, in such a case. But for a purpose of a mitzvah, you can ask a, a, a non-Jew to do a derabana. So if it's rabbinic... So a non-Jew doing a rabbinic for purpose of a mitzvah, is it considered a mitzvah they have hot food and really during Shabbos? So the answer is yes. So if, we only, if I'm dealing with only rabbinic issues, I, the food is fully cooked, and the, the temperature which it's going to turn this uh, hot plate on is not very high, because otherwise I'm making a fire, right? <coughs> so then I have a different problem. But if I avoid those two issues, it's not, so the only issue is, can I ask a non-Jew to do a rabbinic for the purpose of a hot food? The answer is yes. Considered a mitzvah to have hot food on Shabbos. Okay, going back to going back to the quickly to the to the original thought. So it seems to me that the, the, the primary element of Shabbos that you want to look at was we're given the mitzvah Shabbos, right? Ready now? What? Eat the meal and don't carry. Everything else comes later. So that's enough that the Kaiser has to get those. It seems to be that's the primary element of Shabbos. So just think about those two points, right? That clearly, that the, 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 the role of a Suda Shabbos, that we should have a meal of Shabbos, is not a secondary point. This is the primary element of Shabbos. It's, it, I, the, this was given to Klai so before we got all the Malachas. The idea of, that, that the, the Shabbos is an Oynig, that, that there should be an Oynig of Shabbos. We, celebrating that. So, what is Shabbos? Shabbos is a day of limitations. Shabbos is a day of limitations. The limitation is bad. So in our society, we always say, well, you know, you can't do it. Right, so a guy's going to college, you know, and he can't figure out what he wants to do with life. So he takes, like, you know, some science courses and some, you know, engineering courses and some you know, biology, and he's taking law. And he's, right, he's not going to do anything in his life. So, yeah, after, so, you know, I'm going to become a lawyer. So he drops all the science courses. That, bad day. He limited his chances that he'll never become a scientist. He'll never become a biologist. He'll never become an architect. Is it a bad day? No, it's a good day. Limits help you direct yourself. Keeps you focused. So the first one we're told is don't go al yotzi. Stay, stay within your, your, your within your area, and learn to enjoy that. Al yotzi Don't go somewhere else. Stay home, but learn how to be recognize that that's, that's something you celebrate. I think that's a thought about that.